stupid bitch. Yeah, you're a stupid bitch, you stupid bitch. Welcome to another episode of Stupid Bitches Say What, the Aussie podcast about everything and nothing but always with wine. And your hosts, Skyly Collett and Sean Hipkins. This week, we are discussing the magic of musicals as we each bring our three faves to the podcasting table, or three of our faves. There's many faves. Sky <laughs> serenades us with her love of Greece, the sound of music, and beaches, please. While I'm reliving the joy of my obsessions with Annie, a West Side story, and the greatest showman. What are you drinking, Sky? So many thoughts running through my head after that intro, by the way, but I'm going to just put them into a, a little box and I'm going to just jump into what I'm drinking. Okay, so I'm drinking Secret Stone Marlboro 2021 oh. South Blanc from New Zealand. Oh. It's a tiny baby. And Zeta. But it's quite lovely and I had strict instructions because Tyler picked it up from the bottle shop for me um, not to get me the stone lay because I do have lots of money saved and naked and I need to do a big order. So what are you drinking, Sean? I am still on La Redis and it is a Cab Sav, which is my favourite blend for all those naked wine producers listening. It's um, Stone Dwellers 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon. 2018, that's a little bit fancy. Thank you. It's actually... So is this a new bottle? This is a new bottle um, from the second step, from the first step, and I could not taste any transition. So there was no shivers, any timbers, anything like that. So are you drinking two little half bottles or is that a full bottle that you've cracked open there? Look, I'd appreciate it if you didn't try and call me out and come for me in front of our viewers. <laughs> I'm just trying to gauge no, what's can't. going to happen this evening because I'm on a bottle. I've had two beers in the first podcast and on the second podcast. I had half a bottle in, in the first step in one glass. And, what and we were a little bit late, so I drank, I drank probably about a quarter of the glass while I was Excuse waiting. Me. And I've never been late, so I don't even understand that. So rude. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think we're pretty even, Stevens, with the lateness at this point. We are. I've been late a few times too. We're understanding. Um, committed to the craft, if you will. Do you know what I have to say? And I had saved this bottle of red that Belinda Bosart had given me at Christmas time. Do you remember she gave me that lovely bottle of red as yes. well as the beautiful gift you're drinking out of one of those glasses? Um, I saved it, saved it, saved it. Then I was very, very enthralled in an episode of maths last night and I have to play catch up. I'm not up to date, by the way, with maths. I'm super behind. So I'm up to, and I couldn't keep my eyes open in here. We all watched three episodes last night, though. I'm up to um, the Have sex seen one. The commitment ceremony? Yes, seeing the commitment, the first commitment, the very first. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, so so I'm up to where intimacy they have week. sex week and she <laughs> doesn't week, want please. to, um, old mate doesn't want to have sex. He doesn't want to have sex because she's on a period. Yeah, I know. And she got we really laughed. offended by it. Oh, I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. Oh, I 
up to mum. Um, I know I'm again. And all the other boys. I would sort of think, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to go in there either. Oh, darling, that's because you're a gay man. Yeah, um, I wouldn't want someone going into my bleeding anus either. <laughs> how often does that happen, though, monthly? Because it happens monthly to women. It does. And look, let's not make this a, a discussion about periods because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure our listeners don't want to don't want to hear about that. But um, it was very amusing. Um, and look, what I was trying to say was that you haven't seen the dinner party then. No, so I'm saving the dinner party for Sunday. So Sarah's coming yeah. over and my sister's coming over on Sunday. Because we were oh, watching nice. a mass together when we were living together, we agreed that we'd make oh. a Sunday dinner party because the dinner party is the last episode of the week. So we thought, you know, because we had all this, we both were really behind in our episodes. And I said, we can't spend a whole Sunday. You know, she lives half an, half an hour away. We can't spend a whole Sunday watching mass every week. Um, let's just save the dinner party each week and watch the dinner party together and we'll have lunch and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so she's coming over on Sunday. So, but I'm not up to the dinner party yet because we're up to intimacy week. But um, what I was going to say was that I decided last night I had no other booze in the house and I really felt like a wine. I had a very long week. Um, I was watching mass. So I said to Tyler, I'm just going to have one glass of this red. If I try to drink this whole bottle, you need to stop me. Um, And he said, good luck. That's never going to happen. You're never going to listen to me. So I had one sip of the glass and I said, okay, I'm allowed to have two glasses, two (laughs) glasses, and then you have to cut me off. So it was Um, a good red. It was a great red. um, And I did, of course, drink the entire bottle. Um, But it was the one that Belinda got me. So because she's a frequent listener slash fan slash friend, um, she knows us well and knows how we love the Capsar. So it's a... M and G, it's a Morgan and Gill cab sap. It's a 2016. I haven't even noticed that either when I was drinking it. Um, can, can you see that there? It's look, it's not. I would like to go for a little bit of a picture, so I probably would have walked past this um in the bottle shop most time, but I tell you what, it's fucking beautiful. Okay. And um and it's an Aussie wine too. So when you see your next, ask where the fuck you got from because I'm going to be buying some more of these fuckers. So it was delicious. Belinda, this is your challenge and it would also prove to us that you're listening to all these episodes. When you hear, this, when you hear this, can you please advise Sky where you got that bottle of wine? If it takes you till April to do so, you're in trouble. <laughs> it's a test. It's yeah. a motherfucking test. <laughs> um, anyway. So this week, I um I watched Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Have you watched that yet? I haven't, but I've seen it coming up on my feed and everyone's talking about it. The same with the other Swindler one, the chick who pretended she was a heiress, a heiress or whatever it was. Oh. So it's all about the swindling. And it's made by the chick who did um, Grey's Anatomy. Well, this one, I think, is done by the same people who did Don't Fuck With Cats. Did you watch that? Right. Uh, as I've seen the imagery, no, I didn't. But as I've seen the imagery, it did remind me a little bit of that. Yes. Um, I did get a bit good. of a Don't Fuck With Cats. I didn't watch it, but I know of it. Don't Fuck With Cats is brilliant. They mm-hmm. um, The thing about the cats that you don't want to see, they don't really show. They just show the beginnings of the shit. Um, yeah. But the Tinder Swindler, it's not a series like Don't Fuck With Cats is. It's just a one, two-hour episode movie sort of shit so it's not the vegan 
um, restaurant check, is it? Because there's another one going around. She's the vegan restaurant owner and she got swindled too. No. Um, by someone and ended up eating pizza and stuff. And she was renowned for being this crazy vegan in New York and everyone idolized and all the celebrities went there and she was fake as well. It's a no. fake stuff going around. It's like a niche market or something at the moment. Yeah. Well, this guy was fucking, like, he was a fucking genius. Again, someone who could put their powers to good. But he um, he just swindles it for evil. out of thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, it's very good. Two hours long. It's not much of a commitment. I was hesitant to start watching it because I knew, I thought it would be a journey. So it was like maybe one Sunday. Then we saw it was just one episode in two hours and we watched it in that night and it's fucking brilliant. Um, so whose idea was it, yours or Vinny's? Uh, Michelle O'Sullivan actually pushed us to continue to watch it she's like um i can't believe you haven't even seen it yet the whole of australia's seen it come on you losers watch it i want to talk to you about it it. um and then we watched it yeah it's very good um but also another update have you seen the latest of kanye only what we talked about on monday night which is all the posts that he was putting and being a little bit crazy he's deleted his posts I think there's only three posts on there now. And there was one post that it was saying, basically, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just a man. I'm a human. I fuck up. I apologise. I learned to grow and all this shit. Oh, his publicist has gotten involved now. She's just woken up from whatever fucking slumber she was in and gone, shit, damage control. Well, that fucking meme you sent me, which I included in one of our social media posts about Ben Affleck going outside having a cigarette. Can't How good was it? After four days. Fuck me. You can see him just going, <laughs> oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> totally. Mm. Oh, yeah, he's all over the shop. It's me. Kanye and Julia Fox are now broken up. Oh, I was only, we were talking about that on Monday night. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, so um, they've broken the up this baggage. Week. Well, and also the fact that he just obviously was using Julia Fox to get Kim, try and get Kim jealous. He was doing her makeup and all that shit. Like, he's a fucking mm. psychopath. Um, and, yeah, now they're broken up now. And she said she liked Kim Kardashian's posts and all that stuff. She was still very super cool with Kim and, and whatnot, mm. but yeah, no, they're done and dusted. It was never going to be mm. an ongoing thing. And he's still professing his love to Kim and that Jesus will bring Kim back to him. Well, all the money in the world, seriously, that level of baggage is just too much. If, you, if you're if you a self-respecting woman, you will run a mile. You'd be like, you sort your shit out first and call me in a couple yeah. of years when you're back. I like your music, you know? but it's a no. <laughs> I don't like reason, your music, but I'm out. Yeah, I don't like his music either. I'm not, I, I don't, I quite I enjoy some of it. Stronger is a good, that one of the best songs. Link, Link loves Kanye, loves Kanye, thinks he's crazy and is, you know, a bit of a wanker, but um, loves his music, loves it. So I listen to a lot because he listens to it. Um, but I like his early stuff too. And I remember when he first came on the scene and I remember Aaron saying yeah. to me, you've got to listen to this album. It's amazing. And it was at his earliest stuff. Like I, every time I listen to him with Kanye, so I think, what a great song. Um, but I don't like have him on my playlist or anything like that, it's except like for the saying, one he did with Rihanna. It's like saying that Tom Cruise is a great actor and he's got great movies, but I don't like Tom Cruise. I hate Tom Cruise. 
is the worst. Yeah. And I will not watch a movie because he's in it. That's how much I hate him. Yeah. I, I like Jerry Maguire. Um, Days of Thunder. Oh, and I even loved Far and Away. I loved Far and Away, the one where they were Irish. I, I haven't seen it that. for a really long time, so I maybe I would like it. But um, again, yeah. He's another example of, of having a bad publicist giving him such bad publicity because he let his sister take over and he sacked his publicist who was yeah. around for years and years and years. His sister took over and she was really and bad at like, it. Here, I've got a great idea. Go on Oprah and jump on a couch. Yeah. Going to win millions of fans. Um, what about Survivor yeah. this week? Have okay, so before you say anything, I'm pretty sure I am, but there's a chance I may have missed an episode. So we saw Amy go. We saw Amy go. Is that up to date? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my mum's yes. person. So it started the week with me going. So John's got Khan because they've got a they've got a couple, yes. don't they? So yeah. John's got Khan. Okay. I... So I put so dot, dot, dot to lead in. I hope to God Josh gets booted soon. I can't stand the head on him. Yeah, then, I think he's a fucking wanker. Oh, he's right. But I like Jordan. I actually really I like, like Jordan. 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 And then he got into back to his cousin and him and Amy were clearly, she was a bit of a woman scorned. Yeah. Um, there was clearly something going on between them and then he ditched her entirely for his cousin, which is like, it's your cousin, man. Yeah. It's not like you're fucking... Even if you're close, think about your games. Fucking Nina voted out on mother, for fuck's sake. That was insane. I said to mum today, um, look, mum, if it causes you this much distress, you don't have to be in the survivor suite. She goes, I want to be in this to be able to hang shit on people. It's worth my $10 to be able to hang (laughs) shit on people. And I said, okay, cool. Well, and she also said to Vinny, so we've had, as we've mentioned before, a couple of double winners and shit like that, which is crazy. Mm. You know, mm. Out of the amount we've had, we've had people who've won twice. Vinny won twice. Donna won twice. Donna won twice. Jason, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, has won twice. So they. I think um, you're right there, yeah. Donna and Jason have been voted out. And then mum's mm. like, now I'm sorry, Vinny, but my sights are set on you and Belinda next because Belinda's won twice too. So she's got a sight. But they're um, Croc. No, Maria and Belinda are Croc and Chrissy, Belinda's aren't they? Chrissy and Vinny's Jordan, and they don't look like they're going anywhere for a little while. I don't know about Jordan. He could be, end up being collateral damage, but I think Chrissy, Croc, Mark and Sam, as long as Sam pulls ahead in a little bit because I think her gunning for Sophie the way that she was, whereas Mark is playing the game, mate. He is like in the zone. He's like in the zone. He's thinking of every single angle that could possibly get him. He's flying under the radar. Um, I actually feel Sam's getting a winner's edit, though. I wouldn't be surprised if she wins. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay, because it would come down between the two and he'd be the gentleman and give it up to her because he loves And Sophie's gone now, so she doesn't have to have that as a hindrance anymore in her game. You could be right. But Um, but I adore Chrissy. Yeah, I know. She could be our first three-time champ. God, stop it. I would love to have Chris. And I feel this croc. Like, did you see how vulnerable he was when he talked about not playing in NRL anymore and how he had a really hard time because his identity was taken away from him and he lost all his confidence? For a man to talk about losing his confidence like that was just really confronting. I was like, oh, you poor little baby. And um, he just seems like a man who'd just been knocked down a few peaks. Do you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. just... 
Oh, and, it's, and then he keeps losing all the challenges against Mark. And I'm like, let him win, let him win. He needs a win. Let's get into this episode. Um, as I was reading the intro, you've listed for me Greeks, The Sound of Music and Beaches. And as I read oh, through those it's, three. It's actually called Stupid Beaches Say What. But anyway. <laughs> God. That was really bad. Um, but as much as I adore Greece and I adore the sound of music, I love Beaches the most. So I'm going to talk about that first because I've recently watched Beaches as well. I made Lola, my niece, watch it with me. Um, horrible, horrible auntie. She would have been a mess after that. She didn't cry at all. And me and my sister were like, we can't believe that you haven't cried, not even in the, it's in the songs. Um, I don't think it holds up for the younger generation the way that it does wow. for, us. for us. Look, I think um, it is aged. I haven't watched it, but it's classic. Like, it's classic. So when I lived in New Zealand with Vinny in 2011, I bought him that Christmas a few DVDs and one of them was Beaches, the other was The Colour Purple, my favourites that he'd never seen. We sat and watched mm-hmm. Beaches. So, I'm sorry, let's back up a second. So you, when you knew Vinny in New Zealand, he had never seen Beaches before, he had ever. Never seen Beaches. What I is know. happening? I know. And when um, we watched it. Vinny grew up in the 80s and not see Beaches. I know. Um, but yeah, no, so I got a bitch as he watched it for the first time when we were in New Zealand. He was bawling like a bitch. So it translated well or aged well enough 10 years ago to still be I saw it. I, I know. saw it for the, like, I've seen it so many times. I made Tyler, when Tyler and I first started dating, I made him watch it with me. And him and I got into a really big fight because I said to him, who's better looking, Bet Midler? Who do you find more attractive, Bet Midler? Or, um, what's her face? Um, what's her name? Brunette. I can't believe I forgot what what's it is. What's the name of the her. show? What are their names in the show? Um, I can't believe I'm blanking on it because I was Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey. It is yeah. Barbara Hershey. She's anyway, the one. Um, so, so I said, and he said to me, obviously, Barbara Hershey. Barbara and I Hershey. said, Pardon me? What do you mean, Barbara Hershey? She's, she's nothing compared to Cece. Like, Cece has the style and the grace and the talent and the beauty and the charisma and everything. Oh, my God. Like, what's her face? It's nothing. And he's like, well, you know, you ask me this and looks. We got into this huge fight (laughs) because I was, like, so offended that he didn't think that Cece was the hotter out of the two. And it was about the scene where she sleeps with the dude who's the, um, John, who's the director of it, and sees his end to him and she goes and sleeps with him. And um, I was really mad. I always get really mad in that scene. It makes me so mad that she does that and Cece forgives her instantly. Yeah. Um, But what's that fun they had when they finally, when, um, so Cece Bloom and what's her friend's name? Who does Barbara play? Hillary. Hillary, and she goes to Hillary, you know, like, what is it, Barbara? She goes, you have everything, everything. And she's yeah. Oh when she's God. pregnant, she says, Hillary, you got fat. And she laughs, and she goes, I'm not fat, I'm pregnant. She's like, oh. um, but also, 
the fight that they have when she and I love this scene um, when she's in the musical. Um, the da, 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 no, 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 no. Oh yeah, in the, the other one. Charity. Charity, Charity, hey, oh, Charity. that's one song that's on my playlist, my all-time playlist. Like, I love that song so, yeah, so, so much. Um, and I love the film clip. And then she turns around, she's got the same mask on. Um, sorry, you are actually right. The, um, the, not the gunslinger, what's his name? Marty Titzling Inventor. Titzlinger is the one when she comes in with the husband. You are right. The one like this. Twice a week. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> one with the master industry chariot. Oh, um, that's, that's the one. Husband. And Cece no, that's when Hillary sleeps with him. Um, Doesn't Cece get with John in the end? She does, but then he divorces her because her fame takes. So what happens is Hillary fucks John. Um, after the industry chariot, um, so they get all these amazing reviews and she's just becoming an up-and-comer, you know, her talent right. is being recognised for the first time and they end up sleeping together but then her dad is sick and she's going back to visit her dad the next day and she goes, will you water my plants after they have that big fight because he, they slept together and she goes, did you sleep with him? And it's just like, I did, and I feel sick about it, and I'm so sorry, but I know that you like That's him. Right. Then they have it out, and then they become, they, they sort of go, she forgives it. Well, you water about plants, so and then the plants all die. But she's die. Still communicating with them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's like, I miss you too. And I so then what happens. Email people. Yes. And so then what happens is that. She goes back to look after her dad. Her dad's sick for a while. She doesn't come back to New York because she's looking after her dad. She meets the husband. She marries him. And then she comes to visit after all these years apart. And she's in the Titzlinger performance, yes. um, which isn't done by John. John doesn't do it. He's still doing the little bit plays that, you know, Blah blah blah, and um, he loves. But they've got a mansion. They've got the the crazy dog, and you know she's super super successful. And then Pictures the husband doesn't her. like her. Yes, the husband doesn't like her. And then her and Hillary have a huge fight because Hillary's really jealous. Mm. She's jealous that Cece did all the things that she yeah. wanted to do, and oh Hillary ended up going back thing. into that mold. You know, she broke out of that mold and was you know working for poor people and you know, human rights staff in New York and then she went back and became a rich lawyer's wife and she hates herself. And, oh, such a great movie. Anyway, and then I guess technically, do you think it's technically a musical? Because yes. depending on the list that I found, um, lots of places referred to it as a musical, but then lots of places, lots of lists left it off. I get, like, yeah, I get the confusion. Songs in it. I get the confusion because when you said to me you were doing beaches, I thought, is that a musical? And then within two seconds in my head, I was like, yes, it's a musical. She sings songs throughout it. She does that whole baby of mine. Yeah. Oh my God. Rest your head close to my heart, never to part, baby of mine. Yeah. Which is from Dumbo. Dumbo. But, um, and, and when I, I was like, oh, I love this song so much. It's such a beautiful song. But um, 
such a great film and she is such a legend. Like I have loved Bette Midler from where, like, and I, I think I'd seen it. Has she been in the other stuff before Beaches? I'm sure that she had. Yeah, she's in like, she like, has, First Wives Club. She was also in Outrageous Fortune. No, that's not Outrageous Fortune. Though, was definitely before Beaches. You were right about that. And there's um, um, fucking the one where she's with the, she's the twins, um, Big Business. Big business, yes. She's done a heap of them. But I haven't seen those movies in years. And have you seen Stella, where she ends up on the streets? (laughs) Yes, I have. (laughs) The Batman and Stella, have you seen? (gasps) It's more brutal than Beaches. It's such a brutal, and it has a a really sad, brutal ending. Oh, my God. I feel like I need to go on, like, a whole... Bette Midler fucking, oh, like, sure, uh, yeah, yeah. I actually had her down as a pop culture episode, just her in general and all yeah. the films. Um, anyway, so we we'll, we'll talk to you. Yeah, she's just amazing. I just love her so much. But we have talked about pictures quite a bit. I, but there's so many musicals that we need to cover. I think we need to go one for one. Like, I think yes, you need to take one now and then I'll take one because okay, otherwise so it's going to be features. me getting sidetracked. Can I just Look, say... How can anyone ever be done with beaches? No one's ever done with okay, beaches. I retract my statement <laughs> for this podcast as your beaches segment done. <laughs> I've got to say we'll one final thing about we'll beaches. If you, also say, if you haven't, you go and then I'll go and then I'll be I was done also with beaches. I say the way they deal with the death scene at the end is brilliant because you don't go through the whole fucking trauma of you go through the dying part but you don't go through the actual death it just all of a sudden turns into did you ever know that you're my hero but what and about when she tells scene, her where she t- tells the daughter can i live with you do you know there's a pictures too can i take my cat can i take my cat and she's yeah, like you can of course i can cat. take your cat do you know but there's a your book? mommy wanted you to live with me but if you don't want to live with me there's heaps of That's people okay. who want you everybody wants you everybody you know you don't you. have to live with me i want you but <laughs> you don't have to live with me i'll understand i'm like uh, i'm bored and I I just with you, my sister. we all want to live with you bet <laughs> yeah but um do you know like beaches was a book and then there's a Beaches 2, which goes on about Cece and the child's life together. But they obviously... I feel like I did know that, but I can't believe I've never read that book. I can't believe I've never read it. The I'm guessing book if they haven't made a movie out of the sequel, it's pretty shit. That's a good Christmas present for me if you're thinking. Just get, okay. me both the, get me the first two. and the second book. Stupid Beaches 2. Read it from me. I need to continue. You know, continuity. I have to read the first one because sometimes at least I don't know if I'm going to do the second book. I have to go first, second book. All right. Okay. Um, Beaches one and two. But yes, before we move on to the next list, I'm going to say one thing. Um, If you haven't seen Beaches or you have seen Beaches and you don't love it, you're no friend of mine. Beaches, please. (laughs) Beaches, bitches. Beaches, please. <laughs> All right. So moving on to those people who are now still with us after the ones that Sky's disowned. And look, I'm a um, <laughs> loyal friend of Sky and I'm a loyal viewer of Beaches and I stand by her statement on that. <laughs> so 
see you later, those. Watch it all walk off. Yeah, we do all walk off. So my, lo- my love of musicals actually started when I was probably about five years old, could you believe? And it started with the It's movie. not surprising to me. It started with the movie Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Have you seen that? I've never seen it, but it came up in all my lists and I was like, I can't believe I've seen that. I need to watch it. So I could be wrong here, but it's in the same vein of the whole old Rogers and Hammerstein's musicals, Oklahoma... A little bit of Shenandoah, yeah. That type of stuff. So it was one that mum and I had watched when I was a very young child and mum had recorded it off the TV, as she did back then. That's a bit like Sound of Music for me, but yes. On a beta, beta, no less. Beta. Beta. We talked about beta before. Beta was going to take over the world and then... Yeah, VHS fucking did it. And where are they now? They're both dead. (laughs) So we watched it endlessly. I watched it over and over again. And, like, I can still remember songs from it. I don't know if it's one of those musicals that would age well with me. Like, if I watched it now, I think I wouldn't be as interested. But there is nothing like a dame, nothing like the world. That song, bless your beautiful hide, wherever you may be. So it's all that shit. (laughs) And the background of the movies is actually a painted Backdrop, you know, that type of shit of the mountains and stuff. Oh, that's a bit sound of the music too, a sound uh, of music, isn't it? Like the the hills are alive, it is in the hills, but there's lots of painted backdrops painted that like, in sound of music, yeah. Where the, where the birds don't actually move across the sky. So yeah. I loved that movie so much and used to watch it all the time until my dad ended up taping over it with an episode of The Age <laughs> I was devastated. I remember watching it and like going, the A-team's there and then at the end of the A-team, the rest of the movie would start. I'm like, but how do we get it back? How do we get the A-team off it? It's, it's like, gone, no, son. It's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. <laughs> it was actually the start of a magical musical bond with my mother that still exists today mm. and also sparked my love of a West Side story, which I'll talk about later. Um, we also already know about my love of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And there are so many we do, more we do. That are on that list that I wish I could talk about tonight, but obviously. So many more. For three. For three. We didn't even do The Wizard of Oz. Well, we did. Or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, all the fucking loppers. Maybe we'll have to do a part two to this. So yeah. um, my latest. Um, we should have just picked one. We should have picked one each. Oh, and no. then, you know, a, a three was two. That's six. That's six. We can't even get through fucking two. All right, we'll see what we can get through. But the other one that's just been added to my list, the most recent favourite musical that's been added to my list. List. Dear List. My half, your half. Is Dear Evan Hansen. I haven't seen it, but know of it, of course. Everyone knows of it. So I watched it for the first time when they released it as a movie a few months ago with my brother Lee and Vinny. It's a stage show. Uh-huh. That's become a music movie. It's copped a lot of flack. Oh, I thought it was widely accepted. Like everyone thought it was amazing. Everyone loved the stage show, and the guy who plays the lead oh, okay. played the lead in the movie. And now they're like, "Oh, this is a twenty-six-year-old playing a high school student." And it's like, "Bitch, have you seen High School Musical?" There's a twenty-eight-year-old playing a fucking high school. The guy who wrote it is the guy from Pitch Perfect. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So um, he's got the curly blonde hair. And I thought he played it, the main character, 
but he would be older than 26. He'd be in his 30s. Oh, yeah. um, no, this guy is this guy is brilliant in the role. The actual whole concept of it, it's a conflicting argument and all that shit, and it makes you sort of question which side you'd be on, but it's fucking, it was so good. Anyway, after Seven, seven Brides for Seven Brothers, which I'm not sure I'd get the same enjoyment out of today if I watched it again, my next musical obsession in life... Well, I might do, but my next musical obsession in life was the classic Annie. Have you seen Annie? Look, no, and this, and I can, and I haven't Jesus. seen West Side Story either. Oh, I know, I know. And have you even? Seen I'm not proud. Show? We need a musical. No, day. no. We're just so busy. We don't have time to watch films together in the same location. Well, we might have to make a day of it. Anyway, fuck you. My- <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. I love, I love you, Mom. I love um, you, Mom. Annie is the story about the little red-headed orphan who is patiently waiting to be collected by her parents who left her at the orphanage. It also stars the great Carol Burnett as Miss Hannigan, who I love. Her rendition of little girls, little girls, everywhere I turn. I can see them as she gets blind in the bathtub is one of my favorite musical numbers ever. Tim Curry is in it as Miss Hannigan. Oh, you love Tim Curry. I do. He's in it as uh, Miss Hannigan's brother, Rooster. It's fun seeing him, but Frankenfurter is king. So the story is basically Annie becomes a media, becomes part of a media stunt for a billionaire, Daddy Warbucks. Um, mm-hmm. And gets a chance to move into the mansion for his mansion for a little while. While she's there, she wins the hearts of the staff and eventually Daddy Warbucks, who wants to adopt her. She refuses as she's still confident her parents will co- be coming back. So Daddy Warbucks funds a media campaign with a hefty reward to whoever can find her parents. Thousands of people turn up pretending to be her parent, but they're all imposters. And Miss Hannigan actually hatches a plan with her bro Rooster using a locket that was that was with Annie when she arrived at the orphanage to act as Annie's parents. So Annie's parents actually die in a fire that she doesn't know about when she's a baby, when she's struggling. Sounds a little bit like Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking is coming into into your world. world. A fire face, red-headed girl. (laughs) I haven't seen that in years, too. I think my dad must have thought to to himself when I was 12 and 13, watching musicals like, Pippi Longstocking is coming into your world. Going, I'm pretty sure my son ain't the full quid. Anyway. Well, I read the books to link the Pippi Longstocking books when he was younger, and he was he adored Pippi. And then he saw the film, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" I loved it. She put sponges on her feet to clean the floor. Pippi Longstocking. It's It's a very budget. It's a very budget film if you see it as an adult (laughs) or a child, a child or a child. (laughs) Child. Where's my child? A child is used to animation. A decent animation too. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, could, uh, Miss Hannigan hatches a plan with Rooster. She's got the locket. Annie's parents are dead in a fire that Annie and no one knew about. Well, everyone knew sure. about except for Annie. Um, they collect. It's the hard knock life. 
for us. It's, it's a hard knock life, life for us. No one cares for you or a smidge when you're in an orphanage. It's a hard knock life. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I love you. Tomorrow, tomorrow. only a day away. Anyway, so they, Miss Hannigan and her brother Rooster collect her from Daddy Warbucks with the fake fucking um, announcement that they're her parents. But when it's found out they're fake, Mad Dash is set out to save Annie from the evil clutches. Miss Hannigan does in the end become a bit of a hero and it gave me great joy seeing her ride into the adoption party on the back of a giant African elephant. I used to drive my brothers mad as I would play this. Yeah, it sounds like Pimmy Longstocking. Over and over and over again, joyfully singing along to every song, which, of course, it gave us the songs such as Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And remember, Dumb Dog, Why Are You Following Me? And then, of course, as we uh, said, Hard Knock Life, which was also in the Austin Powers Gold Member movie. And I think Kanye mm. did a version of Hard Knock Life. Yeah, he does. He has done a version. And over 8,000 girls auditioned for the role of Annie. And that's my Annie. Okay, so the musical number two for me is a bit more traditional, but everyone can relate to the fact that it is in fact, a musical, although I do believe that Beaches fits the criteria for a musical. Um, let's talk about Greece. Let's talk about you're the one that I want. Well, you're it, the is, one that I want. it is the one. <laughs> Honey, the one that I want. You are the one I want. So I had the soundtrack on cassette tape um, and I loved every single song it was like um it was maybe my maybe third or fourth cassette tape that I had in my life um because my original the original cassette tape that I got my very first cassette tape was Madonna um not the material girl one the like a virgin one that was my first cassette tape that I got as a gift and that was about probably 86 87 and I remember my dad being outraged that my auntie hadn't brought up for me. She was like, it's talking about a virgin. This is too rude for her. She's only little. And, but I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> and that was her earlier work. Um, but then not long after that, I went on to get the Grease soundtrack. But I think my mum brought for herself and I snaked it one day and used to just listen to it on repeat every song spoke to me in a way in a different way like I loved them all I couldn't even pick one um if I had to pick one it would be hopelessly devoted to you but I really can't pick one stranded at the driving branded a what would they say Monday Monday at at school school. so I'm saying like that's Baby, I'm in misery. That's my favorite, probably. These are the basic songs. They're the good popular songs, and I still know all the words and love them. But yeah, go say what you're going to say. I think uh, my favorite song is probably Look at Me on Sandra Day. Look at me. No. Oh, no. My favorite song is fucking Rizzo. There are worse things I could do. I could do. To go with the boy or two. 
even though the neighborhood thinks, the neighborhood I'm, thinks trashy, I'm trashy and no good, there are words that could be true. There are worse things I could do. Right. So that is the best song on that entire album. You are yeah. absolutely right about that. I have to agree. So I have to tell you, um, one of our good friends, Kelly, she was obsessed with Grease too. And I never really, as much as I was into Grease 1, 100%, like know it by heart almost, I never really got into Grease too. But too. through her, she's a couple of years, she's about three years younger than me, so quite a bit younger than you. Um but she was a Grease 2 fan. <laughs> so I got into I got into Grease 2. Well, that's six for you with Kel. Um, it's quite a lot. It's quite a gap. Um, as much as a gap so, between you and your future husband. So don't throw stones, bitch. <laughs> Look, I have accepted it. So should you. I'm going to marry him. So you should accept it. Well, I'm um, love him. I know he's the best. But we love it. Um, so she was super into it, loved it, knew all the songs, knew everything. And then every time we tried to come together. Rock and roll. No, she loved the one um, that the was. Oh. Country, the red, white and the blue. No, that's not the one. I'm going to tell you. And I ended up knowing all the words because she loved it so much. And we used to all, Ryder, you want a cool, 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 Ryder? You want a That's the one she loved. And I ended up knowing all the words. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But it's insane because you don't have like something skip generations or, or certain age groups. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we're not a different generation. Um, but it's funny that. She was, and her sisters all knew all the songs, like like me and my sister did with, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Sound of Music yeah. and stuff like that. So they knew them all, but for whatever reason at the time, and I remember mum saying to me when Grease 2 came out that it was a shit movie. But, yes, yeah. it had Michelle Fire in it. Like, and yeah. once it had came back, Pinky came back. She was the only Thank original um, Frenchie, sorry, Frenchie, yeah. and then one of the one of the T birds came back, but one of the shit ones. Um, okay. But that was it. There was no original people other than Frenchie mm. and one of the shitty T birds. Everyone else moved on. It was always a bit weird um, though, how the, at the end of Greece the car flew off into the fucking sky. So weird, so so weird. And I put it on theories for about that too. That they were dead. I put it on for Lincoln Lola years ago before I moved to the Central Coast. This is probably about six years ago when I used to make them watch old school movies and they used to genuinely enjoy it because they loved me so much. Um, and I put Grease on and they loved it so much. But then they got to the end and the, the way they poked all the holes, like pot holes, I was like, never really thought about that like that. It's just what happened. <laughs> they just flew off into the air. Bye, guys. We're yeah, it's like, now. it doesn't fit with the rest of the storyline it's so random um you're right but tell me the theories what theories do you know i know so there's been fan theories out there about the fact that they actually died and the whole um fair fun fair at the end is in the fun house they died in the fun house (laughs) you're doing the shoe up shoe on a one a do up do what a what a Yeah, maybe. Always. 
Maybe Maybe there was a fire at McKinley High School. Was it McKinley? You think of Glee? Glee was McKinley. Um, I can't remember what's. (laughs) Rydell. Rydell High. Yeah, right down where the fucking and the stupid ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and the teacher and the chick who used to always the um, teacher's aid on the, the deck. <laughs> Is that the principal? And the and then they moon the camera. <laughs> oh, such a How great feeling. Chachi or Chacha or whatever her name was. On oh, the guy with the scars on his face. Yeah, oh, I had it a bit. No, no, Chachi. One of the chick who stole John Travolta. Yeah, Cha Cha, whatever it was. Yeah, who went out with the guy with the acne and they were together yeah. and she did the flag one time. Yeah, she was horrible. Um, but yes, look, John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta, yep. Olivia Newton John, um, in their prime of life, you know, the hottest that they've ever looked. Look at them now. Super aged, um, but yeah, with all that you know, um, talent that they had, and such yeah. a great storyline for those times. Oh, um, yeah. Well, look, there's a lot of the stuff that happened in that movie now that they're like, "Oh, this is not good. Or it's not PC." You know how there's a lot of stuff that happens that it's just like, "Oh, you can't do that anymore." Everything is not PC. Like everything that we grew up is not PC. So yeah, you have to acknowledge, you know, what doesn't. Time translate these days but also be like if you know it wasn't appropriate but this is what people used to think but we learn from that exactly um so my next movie is a west side story which i haven't seen wow so i told you about my birth of my love of music break up with me now are we not best friends anymore no 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 i'll just educate you until you become a bit better (laughs) <laughs> so um, I already know about how my love of musicals stem from my mother and what mama Nine said. angry men, nine lazy men, nine happy men. Seven brides for seven brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and in that movie, the brothers actually kidnap the brides to become their fucking wives. So again, one that doesn't Ew. so well. But no, the brides love it in the end. You know? The music's great. And the brides were just cooking pies in their house. And then they got kidnapped, but that's okay. So anyway, West Side Story. So I remember back in the day when I was a child, my parents were very heavily involved with the Labour Party. And I'm into a level where we would have so many Labour functions, fundraising functions, all that shit in our house. And they used to have cards nights. And the house would be full of fucking 50 people sitting around four-person ta- four card tables playing 500 and shit. And I remember one Friday night... We oh! Were, it was hectic. It was great. But I remember one night I was watching... We had this party and I was watching um, this show on TV, A West Side Story. But my mum kept running in when the ads would come on and push pause on the player and then run back and play a card of hands hand of cards, and then the movie had started again. She'd run back and push unrecord. So she was recording it off the TV but pausing out the ads. And, like, I was yep. obsessed. I, by that stage, I was probably about half an hour in and I was watching it and I'm just like, yeah, I'm hooked. And I would have been 10 at the time. I remember saying to mum when she came running in one time when she hit, to, hit the pause button, 
like, are you recording this? I mean, duh. But are you recording this? Phone? She's like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Are you enjoying it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll push the button for you. It's fine. I'll, I'll do it. And she was like, you could see the pride come over in her eyes and her face. She's like, thank you, son. She sat down and played. And then for the rest of the movie, I was there doing the pause, unpause, and watched it. And I fucking loved it. And it, what, what, what a part of life that was back in the day, the pause, the unpause. You know, oh, like totally. kids don't understand that anymore. And it's like when you went to the toilet, you'd no, run no. to the toilet and pee and then you'd like wait till someone yelled at you. It's bad, it's bad. You fucking hell in. And this is before remotes as well. So you literally had to push pause on the fucking thing. Yeah, you had to sit in front of it. Yeah. So West Side Story is a modern take, well, was another take on Romeo and Juliet, but it's set in America. And you know, you got the Montagues versus Capulet. This was the Sharks versus Jets, the two gangs in America. They've One just time. redid West Side Story, haven't they? They've yeah, just, it's The Heights. Is it yeah. The Heights? No, no, yes. No, no, okay. No. no, The Heights is its own music. They've redone The West Side Story, and it's called The West Side Story Still. Oh, right. Okay. I've got them confused, but I did know that they'd read just recently. They have, yes. And Steven Spielberg's son. It's meant to be amazing. So I love Steven Spielberg. You've got your two gangs in America, the Sharks and the Jets. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a Jet, you could do anything. Little man, you're a boy. Little boy, you're a man. Little man, you're a king. The Jets are in town. And the sharks, who are the Puerto Ricans. So you've got the Puerto Ricans in America, who are the sharks. And then you've got the Jets, the gang of the Jets, which are built up from the leftover whites, basically. So the Polish and the Irish in America that still weren't getting a chance. Obviously set in New York, Westside. Set in America. I'm not sure. I'm guessing New York. Um, But it's also, they're all street kids. And they're staking their claim on the streets. But of course, through dance and song. Through dance and song. Oh, <laughs> is there any other way to settle a fight? I mean, damn. <laughs> but of course, a love tale begins. Dance off with song. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> bet. Um, but a love tale begins. So Maria, who was the sister of the gang leader of the Sharks, Bernardo, falls in love with Tony who used to be one of the gang leaders of the Jets. And so it's this fucking forbidden love tale between the two of them, yada, yada, yada. All the shit goes on, they start fighting. My mum won't watch it pass. So about halfway through the movie, there's a rumble. There's going to be a rumble tonight. And the rumble Your mum won't watch it after that. No, so my mum won't watch before. So in the rumble... Bernardo, my mother's favourite character, dies. He gets stabbed. And my mum won't watch it past Bernardo dying. (laughs) So she stops it. She was obsessed. She was also obsessed with fucking Imran Khan from Pakistan, the cricketer. She likes her chocolate men, I think. (laughs) Anyway, the cast production is amazing. My my favourite songs are There's a rendition of Tonight That's done by all the cast Including Anita Who's my favourite Out of the whole bunch (laughs) Um, It's amazing But the best song And I will show you this song um, Because the dance The whole performance Choreography of it On this one song Called America 
is fucking phenomenal. It's done on a rooftop on one of the buildings in New York. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. Bought a small fee in America. And some women, of the Puerto Rican women, t- singing against the men, having a dance-off against the Puerto Rican men, saying why they love America. And the Puerto Rican men saying, it's shit, basically. We have to fight for everything, yada, yada, yada. I have to show you. It's so good. So we went and saw the stage production of um, West Side Story last year. And I was waiting. I couldn't wait for the America production, uh, the America fucking song. But they do it differently in the stage show to what they mm. did in the movie. They always do, though. They always do. It was a little bit of... Especially reimagined versions, like newer versions. Mm. And they do it again differently, I think, in the new version of the movie, but still stick to more of what happened in the original movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I'd totally recommend watching the original. Oh, I'm so intrigued. I totally want to. Look, we are going to have to do this episode take two because I've just completely turned on my um, heels and I'm not going to do Sound of Music, which I do want to do. I'm going to go right. to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because I have to. I just feel like that's in just have a need to talk about that more but also um the one thing that i and i need to re-watch it um before i talk about it is uh the way we were so you haven't really fully watched sex in the city so you don't understand the pop culture references of sex of um the way we were so this is the um barbara streisand and robert film. the way yeah, and, you know, she's obviously a massive singer and most movies that she is in end up being a... Um, like a bet. She's like a bet. A musical. Yeah, she is. She's different, different styles, but yes, 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 yes. But also, um, so I watched The Way We Were after seeing a gazillion pop culture references throughout my life to The Way We Were and what an amazing movie it was. And I watched it one time flying to Perth. Remember we used to fly to Perth for work and we used to meet up there and you know, enjoy getting drunk in the lounge together throughout work perks. Um, And I remember it was either on the way there or on the way back one time, and you weren't with me, obviously, one of the times, Um, but we, I watched The Way We Were because it was a five-hour trip. You you needed a really good movie to invest in. And I watched The Way We Were and I was absolutely flabbergasted, like, I expect it to just be like a normal musical and it's such a, like, anyway, I'm going to just say that and I'm going to reserve it for episode take two. two. Maybe we need to do a musical episode every season because um, there's so many. Maybe that's it. That's a thing we might need to, because that wouldn't be difficult, would it? Not at all. And we've only just touched the services of the musicals that we've talked about. So the um, so in the original West Side Story, the actress who plays the original Maria, Natalie Wood, died mysteriously after she oh, on the boat. We need to do that in True Crime American Edition. The actress who plays Anita, who is um, Bernardo's girlfriend and is my favourite, I fucking love Anita. Uh, she won Best Supporting Actress for her performance with the Academy Awards. And it wasn't even her singing the songs. It was dubbed. Controversy. You love it, don't you? Millie Vanilli. Stud. Tell me about it. Stud. 
I was going to do the sound of music, but I'm going to leave it for another time. I've decided I'm going to go with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was on my list. I can't believe that I forgot about it. So this was the film that my sister literally wanted to watch every single day when we were kids, like every day, anytime. She could watch it. She had, it was this and The Wizard of Oz, actually. She was obsessed with both of us and saying. I also love um, You could ask her right now to quote any moment in either film and she would just effortlessly be able to tell you any quote, any line, any song lyrics, anything. Like that's how many times she's watched both those films. Um, but Charlie and the Top of the Factory, obviously the original, I did see the Johnny Depp version at cinema. We both went to see it, me and my sister together. Um, didn't rate it. It went into some weird places with his fun, dad. But it was no original. Um, and I love Johnny Depp, apart from recent controversy, which, you know, he's been found like allegedly whatever. Um, he's come out of that. Okay. What would you say? You wouldn't say successfully, would you? You'd say he's not. He's come out of it and he's still got a job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, and I do love him. I've always have, but uh, I didn't really, it didn't take to the film. But Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which was, as I'm looking at it, um, 1971. Wow. Cheer up, Charlie. Dear Don't wear a what happened to that boy? Yeah, I, used I used to know. To know. Grey skies <laughs> are gonna clear up, Charlie. That's not it. That's clear a different song. Charlie That's a different song. No, it's not. Grey skies are gonna clear up. He doesn't say that. That doesn't happen. That's a different song. Cheer up, Charlie. Charlie. Um, what about when the sick? The sick grandparents, and they get out when he gets out of the bed. What's that song? We need to find it. Um, I gotta when go they're all in bed together. I gotta go. Golden I gotta go. And with a golden ticket, it's a golden ticket. It's a golden. No, no, everyone hates, everyone hates Grandpa Charlie because he's fucking lays in bed while his family's on the poverty line. And then as soon as the kid comes in with a golden ticket, he jumps up and dances and goes, let's go eat chocolate. So you could have been working. It's an insane story on so many levels. Like you could you could sit here. It's like me with Star Wars. I'll sit here and I'll give you every fucking plot hole and every inconsistency that ever happened and say, you I'll enjoy me. it. Okay. How can we do anything but boom, ba, boom. I got another puzzle for you. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. What are you asked getting off a leaf bat? What will become of that? I don't like the look of it. I don't like the look of it. Yeah, that was, it was like I a child's lesson. Stop eating shit food. Bomb. Stop watching TV. Don't chew gum and stop being a sport brat. And also, what about I want it now? Hang on. Let's find the lyric, shall we? Or I the want it. Oh, my God, you are so a Maruka salt. 
I want the um, gold. I want the whole world. I want to lock it all up in my pocket. It's my pocket. Give it to me now. Don't care. Oh. I want it now. And remember, it goes. And the bit where the dad goes, yeah, and then she goes, and he's like, he's like, where's she gone? Where's she gone, Wonka? Wonka, Wonka, where's she gone? Oh, she's gone where all the other bad eggs go. And then he walks up and he goes, where are all the other? Ah, uh, well, the week is up. Oh, she's gone to the infernus. Well, she might be all right. And he's like, <laughs> we can't see any more. We really haven't done. We haven't done any of the musical episodes justice. We're just touching the iceberg. You know what I'm saying? We're just touching the iceberg and we're pushing it over and going, because we haven't really talked about our opinions. We did in the beginning touch on some history behind how we feel about them, but now we're just going into singing the songs. So I feel like we could recycle all the material with musicals and there's so many. We haven't even gotten to the animated ones. Let's not go there. No. Go to the greatest showman. Go to the greatest show. Okay. So my final musical in my repertoire for tonight, at least, is The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. So Vinny and I saw this Love. movie. Love. Vinny and I saw this movie first when it came out on Boxing Day. Probably not on Boxing Day, but maybe a couple of days after. And I went in there with an open mind, an open heart, was looking forward to it, was worried about how Vinny was going to take it. That bitch loved it. I remember at the end of the movie, there was a couple of things that I was just like, oh, okay, that was a bit shit. So, i.e., what annoyed me was the way they handled the time period throughout it. They sail to the UK. They go from nothing to everything. Mm -hmm has all this shit, but yet his daughters don't age a single day. That bugs the shit out of me. And I I'm, do actually a little bit recall that. Uh, it being a bit annoying, yes, yes. And then when they, at the very end, when he comes back and he comes riding in on an elephant, it's nowhere near as satisfying mm. as watch, watching Miss mm. Hannigan do it in Annie. Mm. It's just this weird dude, and they're like, where is he? Where is he? Next minute, an elephant's right in front of him. It's like, how did you not see a fucking elephant walking down the street? So that annoyed me. But outside of that, the songs, the dances, the production are fucking on point. It's loosely based on the story of TJ Barnum and his freak show. Um Apparently, though, PJ yes. Barnum was quite barbaric in his treatment of the stars of the show and didn't sing, move, or even look like you. And I don't think he had a hot friend like our Zachary, but you know, that's all right. But yeah. Oh, show. my love affair with Zach Efron. I tell you what, he's a lot younger than me, but I'll tell you what, he is just exceptional. Legal. He's legal. And that's <laughs> the main thing. But yeah, he's gorgeous. What a beautiful specimen of a man. That last song they do, the thing where he can he's sing, he can dance, he can act. You know, he runs through the streets at the end to go, from now on, from now on. And they're all in the bar and they're all singing, they're cheersing their beers and they're slamming their beers. Such a great song oh, it's, it's so, so good, good. That's 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 that would be us in the bar slamming the beers down from now on doing the splits and kicking heads back and shit like that just for a bit of do you know 
something about the greatest showman and i don't know that you know this about me so i remember when you were you and we were going to see the greatest showman and i um well i saw it twice and both times on my own so the first time i went to see it was just about near the end of when it was you know starting to run out but it was what year was it it was at least Ooh. seven, eight years ago, would you say? Or do you uh, think it's older than that? No, I think it's younger Let's than that. Do you think? Hang on, let me have yeah. a look at Wiki. Um, so The Greatest Showman came out in 2017, Dove. Oh, 2017. So what's that, five years old? Well, it came Not out eight. in December 2017, so it's like four and a month. So, okay, so I was living on the Central Coast. I just, I moved there in May of that year. So um, I didn't have a lot of friends. I had a lot of family. I had some friends, but no one had the same interest that I did. So I went to see it. I was seeing all your posts. It must have been early 2018. And I want to, a link, I couldn't even convince the link to come to see it with me, right? He was like, not interested, mum. It's a fucking musical, whatever. So I went and saw it on my own. Um and you always remember the movies that you see on your own, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you always, they always send out. Yeah. Um, and I saw it on my own and I loved it so intensely that I went back the following week and saw it again on my own. And I remember Mel saying to me, she was like, did you go and see that movie twice? Because she knew I'd gone and then she, I said something about going to see it. She was like, did you go? And I was like, I needed to see it again. Like yeah. I just... Loved it so much the first time that I had to see it again. It was one of those movies. So when we'd finished seeing it, I'd seen Vinny's love of it when it had ended, and I thought, fuck, okay. I remember your Facebook post. That's what made me go see it, because I'm not a massive Hugh Jackman fan. I'm his early work, but I'm not his early work. There's a whole story behind it. I'm not going to get into it on this podcast. But um, when we'd seen it, like, Vinny was in love with it, and I'm like, well, I'm not tarnishing it. I'm not throwing caution to the wind here. He's in love with the musical. I've got to cash in on So does he generally not like musicals? Not really. It's not his jam, as much as it is mine. But then um, when we went home, I remember... I didn't realise. I thought he was into them like you were. No, 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 no. Not as much as me. So when we were going home, I remember putting the playlist on Apple Music and listening to the songs. And then I fell in love with the movie more so after listening to the songs. And do you remember the... Um, the I think I remember you telling me that too. I remember you saying that about how obsessed you were with the soundtrack before you'd actually seen the movie. And then it made it even better. And then do you remember how they had those um, YouTube clips and it's got the chick who sings This Is Me when they were doing the screen testing for it, basically, to try and get the project green lit. And they were singing yes. to a group of people. And there was yeah. another one too where Hugh Jackman sings from now on when he's got a stitch in his nose and he wasn't meant to be sick. Yeah. So we watched it and then we went back to the cinema and watched <clears> it again. And then we went back to the cinema and watched it again. And then we went back two more times and watched it again. But every time... You inspired me to watch it on my own twice. It's kind of like a 90-minute movie and, like, you can actually tell where you are at in the movie based on the mm. songs in the soundtrack. So, like, all of a sudden you're singing a song that's halfway through the movie and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're halfway there already. You know, I loved it. it was and... And they're making a sequel. What? Oh, I didn't know that. What about the fact that you can listen to the actors' versions of the songs and also the original artists? Um, like, I'm just going to say one thing. 
I'm trying to hold my breath. Let it stay this. Yeah, she didn't actually sing that. And let this moment end. This song is still on my playlist. Like, it's one of my all-time favorite songs in me. It's just horrible. I've given you all the ovations, haven't I? Fuck off, bitch. And then Michelle Williams is back there looking after his children. I love the um, song that she sang. Yeah, she's, it's very good. She's, I love Michelle Williams. I, I've always loved her since Dawson's Creek days, since Heath Ledger days. Like, I love her. Thank you for listening to another episode of Stupid Bitches Say What? We hope you enjoyed the dulcet tones of your hosts. And even more so, we hope we inspired you to get out your musical faves for a rewatch. Make sure you tune in next week as we go back in time. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, tell your mates and follow our socials and like, share and subscribe. We appreciate you, our faithful stupid bitches. Bye, stupid stupid bitches. Um, so we've done six. Yeah. Did we do them justice? I feel a little bit drunk to tell. I think we mostly sung all the way you through. You know it. what? They end up being some of the good ones. Sometimes when we think we're really drunk, because we're drunk at this point, we're not as Look, drunk. I'm not the drunkest I've ever been. Do and you know what I'm never... saying? Like, I'm not. Oh, yeah, totally. But I think when we get to that point where it's like, oh, my God, we're super drunk right now. We're never actually as drunk as we think we are because we're at the end of drinking, not the beginning. If that makes sense. It's when I wake up in the morning and I can't remember saying goodbye to you after the podcast that I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, what the fuck? That's happened a few times. No, that happened lots of times. Don't Yeah, that stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. He's a stupid bitch. What a stupid bitch. That stupid bitch.